Many HR pros know how overwhelming Q4 can be, especially if you're rolling out open enrollment while wrapping up a fiscal year. In addition to the planning, coordination, communication, and rollout of benefits administration, you may find yourself overwhelmed with questions about everything from HSAs to PPOs. But open enrollment doesn't have to be another hassle before the holidays. In today's episode, I'll cover common questions HR may get and how to answer them effectively and confidently. By the end, you'll be better prepared for open enrollment with a few strategies I found very helpful. Today we'll discuss five common questions about open enrollment and how to answer them, HR's role in open enrollment in small and mid-sized businesses, and five strategies to prepare for open enrollment in 2022. Let's get into it. HR pros handle countless questions and policy changes all at once during open enrollment. It can get a little overwhelming, which is why HR should do everything it can to prepare in advance. Let's cover some of the most common questions you may receive during open enrollment season. Number one, what's the difference between an HSA and a PPO? Benefits administration comes with a lot of acronyms and initialisms, which can be confusing for the uninitiated. That's one reason why communication from HR is so crucial. HSA stands for Health Savings Account, and PPO stands for Preferred Provider Organization. Anyone who's confusing the two needs to understand that an HSA is a tax-free personal bank account, while a PPO is a network of providers. In other words, one helps you pay for the healthcare costs while the other represents your actual network of healthcare coverage. HSAs are coupled with high deductible health plans and offer triple the tax savings, covering the cost of medicine, medical procedures, and even co-pays for doctor visits. High deductible health plans can include a variety of network types, including PPOs. This means you can have a PPO that allows you to use an HSA, but not every HSA eligible plan is in a PPO network. In a recent episode, I explained the new HSA and high deductible health plan limits for 2022. I'll link to it in the description. Also, check out Bernie Portal's comprehensive HR glossary for more insider terms, acronyms, and initialisms. Number two, what can I purchase with FSA funds? Like HSAs, flexible spending accounts, or FSAs, allow employees to set aside pre-tax funds for qualifying expenses. Whereas HSAs can only be used for healthcare goods and services, FSAs can be used to cover medical, dental, vision, dependent care, and even commuter expenses, but only in separate accounts designated for each type of expense. Unlike HSA funds, which roll over, FSA funds usually expire at the end of the calendar year. However, in response to the pandemic, the Consolidated Appreciations Act allowed for unused healthcare or dependent care FSA funds to carry over from 2020 to 2021 and from 2021 to 2022. This is expected to remain temporary. If an employee asks what they can purchase with these funds, tell them the IRS makes that determination. Your FSA administrator should provide you with a list you can pass on to employees. You can also make them aware of a website like www.fsastore.com, which maintains a comprehensive list of eligible medical products and expenses. FSA users can easily refer to that resource when searching for ways to make the most of their dollars. Just this week, I covered dependent care FSAs in an episode of HR FAQs. Check it out. Number three. How do I sign up my newborn for health insurance? 
If you have anyone who is expecting, they're likely to ask about this during open enrollment. Even if the baby isn't due until April, tell your employee that they need to notify HR if they want to put their child on their health plan. They should be able to enroll the baby as a dependent, and if enrolled in a timely manner, the plan will cover the child retroactively. You can also tell the employee that they generally have up to 60 days after the child's birth date to enroll their baby, although this is something you should confirm with your broker. Although this question often comes up in open enrollment, the birth of a child is a qualifying life event that allows for a special enrollment period. I covered this topic in more detail in a recent episode of HR Party of One and HR FAQ, which I'll link in the description. Number four, do you provide student loan repayment and or assistance? According to SHRM, only about 8% of employers offered student loan repayment assistance in 2020, but it is increasing in popularity, especially with employers seeking to attract younger talent. As a side note, this means that offering student loan assistance could give your organization a competitive advantage in recruitment and retention. If you're asked about a benefit you don't offer yet, you can say this. No, we don't currently offer a student loan assistance program. Given all of our company's competing priorities, we do our best to evaluate ideas in an organized way so we can find and implement the best ones. If you have an idea that could make our whole team better, but you can't implement on your own, share it with your manager and then communicate it with HR. We evaluate ideas like this once a year, almost always in January or February. By the way, I pulled this language from Bernie Portal's culture guide, which we discussed at length in one of our popular earlier episodes. You should check it out. What's great about this response is that you can use it to answer other open enrollment and benefit questions. It also communicates your open enrollment to employee suggestions and ideas. And finally, number five, does our plan include an EAP? In case you don't know, an Employee Assistant Program, or EAP, is an employee benefit that assists workers with personal or work-related problems that may impact their job performance and physical or mental health. EAPs generally offer free and confidential mental health assessments, short-term counseling, referrals, and follow-up services for employees. If you're uncertain whether or not your organizations offer an EAP, check the long-term disability policy. If your plan doesn't include an EAP, ask your broker. There may be another line of coverage you have that does, or you might consider getting one on a standalone basis. If you don't currently have an EAP, let teammates know that you understand their importance. Given their popularity among workers and employees alike, you can even let employees know that HR is open to evaluating whether to add an EAP as a core benefit. I can't emphasize enough that you should ask your broker. They may have ideas for how you can provide access to an EAP at little to no cost for your organization. If you do offer an EAP, take care to communicate to your employees that they have access to these services. Making benefits elections can be a daunting task. And because employees are typically focused on their health insurance, EAPs can be an afterthought. Now that we've reviewed possible answers to common questions you might get, let's look at the overall role for HR during open enrollment. You have three main responsibilities. Number one, building a benefits broker partnership. Benefits administration can be complex. It requires keen attention to detail, significant time commitment, industry knowledge, and compliance expertise. This is why building a strong relationship with a benefits brokerage is so vital to open enrollment success. A broker will help their employer clients design the best benefits package for their unique organization. 
A broker will guide you through open enrollment as well as ongoing administration throughout the year. We have an excellent article on our Bernie Portal blog that includes a list of 10 questions to ask your broker before open enrollment. I'll link it in the description. Number two, identifying benefits that match company culture and employee needs. The workforce is becoming increasingly focused on personalization. Targeted benefits speak volumes to potential hires and can improve retention rates for current teammates. For example, if your staff typically falls between the ages of 25 and 40, it may make sense to offer childcare benefits that help young parents. For a company composed mostly of baby boomers, childcare probably won't have the same appeal. Similarly, Older employees might care more about how robust your retirement package is, while younger hires, who may view retirement as a distant abstraction, might prefer student loan assistance instead. Bernie Portal recently interviewed six HR influencers asking about the best benefits for 2020. We covered how the pandemic has affected benefit plans and discussed new and emerging options you may not have considered, including mental health benefits, unlimited PTO, full employer paid health care, and pet insurance. You should check out their advice on the Bernie Portal blog. And number three, conducting a smooth open enrollment that finishes on time. By planning ahead and working alongside your trusted broker, you should ensure that open enrollment takes place as planned and in time for employees to receive their ID cards before the effective date. I say this because, more often than not, a good open enrollment is judged by whether employees receive their ID cards on time. A human resource information system, like Bernie Portal, can streamline benefits administration, saving time and reducing errors. Also, we recently released a 10-step timeline for a smooth open enrollment on the Bernie Portal blog. It's designed to help you plan ahead and pace yourself. I'll link it in the description. Now that we've reviewed HR's overall role in open enrollment, let's take a look at strategies you can use this year. Here are five ways to get ready. First up, communicate with employees early and often. Set a few communication-based goals heading into open enrollment. The sooner you reach out to staff with information, including when the open enrollment process begins and how it works, the better chance you have at improving employee engagement, comprehension, and readiness. This also includes sending reminders to employees during the open enrollment timeframe. If you're using an HRIS like Bernie Portal, you may be able to do that from within the system itself. I covered employee benefit reminders in a recent episode of HR Party of One. I'll link that in the description. Number two, consult with your broker. As I mentioned earlier, be proactive in working with brokers to design the best benefits package for your unique needs. Also, don't forget about the 10 question blog article I referred to earlier and linked to below. This will help you learn more about the process of open enrollment and determine how prepared your current broker is for supporting you with benefits administration. Number three, reevaluate your benefits. In the current competitive labor market, robust benefit offerings can give your company a hiring edge. They also make excellent retention tools. New hires and current employees alike appreciate benefits that account for the whole person, not just the worker. Also, consider how your company's culture and your employees' needs have changed since last year. HR can get creative in offering benefits such as health savings accounts, employee assistant programs, student loan assistance, and again, even pet insurance. Number four, use a human resource information system. If you haven't already, now is the time to move open enrollment online. An HRIS will make the process more efficient and effective, saving time and reducing errors. 
And HRIS, like Bernie Portal, can even help build and sustain your company culture at a time when your working situation may still be in flux. For example, the open enrollment presentation you've prepared could be live streamed, recorded, and embedded into your HRIS to inform employees and increase engagement in a remote or hybrid office. And finally, check out Bernie Portal's resources. I know I've been referring to a lot of our videos and blog articles in this episode, all of which I've linked in the description for your convenience. This reason is simple. Bernie Portal was built with benefits as our core, and we have a lot of helpful resources. In addition to HR Party of One, HR FAQs, the HR Glossary, and the Bernie Portal blog, we also offer free continuing education courses that you can use for SHRM and HRCI recertification. You might be interested in the Ultimate Guide to Benefits Administration and Open Enrollment, or register for our latest course, Paid Time Off Tutorial, How to Build and Audit a Great PTO Policy. As always, remember, your role is as strategic as you make it.